Hey everyone, welcome back to the Law Firm PPC podcast. My name is Jason Rothman. Thank you for being here. This is a podcast for all things digital marketing for attorneys. That's what we talk about here on this show. Uh, This is the 21st episode, late January 2021. 21st episode, 2021. Recording this late on a Friday evening. Uh, The gas tank is near empty, but I've got a little bit more in me. And then this weekend, I'll rest up and recover and uh, have another great week this upcoming week. Uh, But I was talking to a a lot of uh, potential clients this week, and one of them asked a brilliant question. And we we got through talking about Google ads and uh, search terms and conversions and all that kind of stuff. And then she asked a brilliant question. What should I do better with my website? what does my website need help with? And it was a great question because digital marketing, uh, it's very much like uh, building a bridge, a bridge of success. You have two sides of a river, you got to cross the river and you need different sections of the bridge. And if you don't have all the sections, well, it doesn't matter if you have one or any or almost all of them, you need all the sections to actually make the bridge work, or it's basically uh, useless. And so uh, when it comes to Google ads and, and search and, and um, you know, even on social, uh, but spe- especially with search, Google ads being and, and even organic, you can put in all the work uh, to get the traffic, great search terms, great ad copy, great SEO work. Uh, content, link building, all that kind of stuff. But if you don't have the final piece of the bridge, which is your website and getting a low bounce rate, then it's probably not going to work very well. So she asked me what she could do better. I said, that's a great question because even though I'm focused on Google ads and, and Bing, the website is a, it's, it's so essential to, to your ability to have sec, uh, success with Google ads and Bing um, that it's a great question and, and definitely something every advertiser should be focused on. How is the website helping or hurting uh, the marketing efforts? And for her website, it needed uh, some more pictures of a, of a real person to let people know they're in the right place and then big, straightforward headlines on, on the homepage. And that, that's going to help her. But overall, I was telling her about bounce rate and she asked what bounce rate is. And bounce rate is the percent of people that come to your website who don't don't turn into any kind of value for you. They don't look at other pages. They don't show any signs of interest. And they don't spend any meaningful time on your website. They bounce off. And in the case of search, whether it's paid or, or organic, they do their search, they click on their ad or the listing, they come to your website. And if they don't look at other pages, if they don't spend any kind of meaningful time on the site, on the page they land on, and they just go back to Google instantly, uh, that's called a bounce. And a bounce is bad. Bounces are are bad. A high bounce rate is bad. Uh, Because if you're getting bounces, you can get all the traffic in the world. You can get the most relevant traffic in the world. But if your bounce rate is 100%, then your income is going to be zero. You're, you're not going to get any money from that traffic if they don't stick around and at least some of them become clients for your law firm. So 
bounces are bad, uh, but one thing to keep in mind is that uh, bounces always happen. It doesn't matter if you do everything right, if you have a great search campaign, a great website, you're still going to get bounces. And if you, a way to kind of think about that is to think about uh, brick and mortar retail. Not everybody that goes to the store uh, ends up purchasing. And some people have the intent of purchasing when they get to the store. They go to the store, but maybe they don't see the size they were looking for and they leave and they don't buy. Or maybe someone goes to the store with the intent to buy and then they get some kind of emergency phone call and they have to leave uh, the store right as they walk in. Final example, someone goes to the store and they're more in like shop and just kind of uh, take notes and and look things up kind of mode, and they're not really ready to purchase. They're still in research mode. That happens with clicks as well. So you have to accept there will always be uh, bounces, and you will always have a bounce rate, a percentage of your traffic that bounces off your website. Uh, The question is how much, and then the question is what can you do about it, and how low can you get that bounce rate? Uh, I think... For paid, uh, anywhere above 90%, and as you start getting into the 80s, I'm starting to get worried about the performance of a paid search campaign. Uh, When your bounce rate is above 80%, very worried when it's above 90%. And for organic, usually what I see is anywhere from 40 to to 60% is like a good, healthy bounce rate. And if you can get your search campaign somewhere close to your organic bounce rate, uh, that's also a sign of of a quality uh, paid search campaign where your search your your search hits you're paying for are performing basically like your organic traffic. Uh, to me, that's always a good good place to be and a good sign of uh, success on your paid campaign. Um, but there will always be bounces, but again, it's just a question of how low uh, can you get it? And so when I think about this for attorneys, um, I spend a lot of time talking to clients and and, uh, potential clients about what they can do right on their website uh, to get a low bounce rate or to lower their bounce rate. But tonight I was thinking, why don't, why don't we inverse that? And because I, I'm not a, I'm not a law firm web designer. I'm not a law firm owner. I'm just a person who does paid search and does it well. And and one of my specialties is uh, the legal area on, on paid search. So I'm very familiar with the paid search side of things as far as how websites work and all that kind of stuff. It's not my forte, but I do know them. I do know what they need to to look like and function like to, to be successful when it comes to search. So instead of looking at what you what you should do with the website, I thought tonight we could inverse and and look at what not to do because there's people that listen to the show that are uh, working at agencies. There's people who work in-house at law firms. There's law firm owners within that area. There's workers' comp attorneys. There's injury lawyers. There's criminal defense lawyers, family law, bankruptcy, and on and on. So it's not really a one-size-fits-all with the with the tips, I wouldn't be able to say like, okay, real estate attorney should do this, injury lawyer should do that. But I know that everyone should not be doing certain things if you want to get a get a low bounce rate. And so tonight, I'm going to focus on the things not to do uh, 
in order to to get a get a low bounce rate. We can avoid certain things that can kind of tip the bounce rate odds in our favor, and that's all online marketing is. It's it's a whole lot of little decisions uh, that you try to make correct or as best you can, and basically put the odds in your favor. And avoiding some of these mistakes, I think, uh, can can definitely put the the website odds in your favor. So. I think the number one thing I would do if I if I was running a website uh, for a law firm, in terms of look and content and and all that kind of stuff, and and trying to figure out what to avoid, the the number one thing I would be doing is is I would ask myself what do people want uh, when they come to my website? Why are they coming to my website? What can we help them with? And and what do they want? They they came to the site for a reason. They did a search on our organic. They clicked on a social ad. They clicked on a paid search ad. They got a recommendation from a friend. They went to your site directly. They came to your site for a reason. What is that reason? And what do they want to accomplish uh, when they get to the website? So that's just kind of the overall mental model I would be using to design a website and design content and layout. Now, we're talking about the inverse of things tonight. So let's talk about things to avoid and let's frame that as what do people not want? So again, I don't care if they came to your website from, from social, from paid search, organic Yelp, however they got to your site. Um, there are certain things they don't want. And if, if you can understand these and then make sure you, you don't do these things because people don't want these things. Um, you, you can go a long way, uh, with getting your your bounce rate down, or at least getting the odds in the favor your favor that it'll go down. So, one thing people don't want, and this is universal, is a slow website. Nobody wants a slow website. Uh, not only will it crush your bounce rate, and your bounce rate uh, will skyrocket because people want things instantly, and that's what we expect when we do a search online and pull up a website instant. If you don't give it to them, they're going to bounce back to Google. Uh, and that's really going to skyrocket your bounce rate. And then on top of that, a slow website is going to really hurt you with uh, Google ads because it's going to hurt your quality score because it's a bad landing page experience. Google's going to see that because they're going to see like, okay, this person's targeting smart keywords. Makes sense. Okay, let's scan their website. Oh, yeah, their website has the right content. It's what people are looking for. Let's look at their ad copy. Oh yeah, their ad copy is promising what's on their website. It's promising what the person searched. It's it's there's a connection there. So we like what we see. This is like Google algorithms talking in terms of quality score. We like it. But then what the quality score is going to see, it's going to see a monster bounce rate. And it's going to go, "Oh, that's not a good user experience. That's not helping our customers, search users find and do what they were meaning to do and, and trying to accomplish because they're coming back to Google very quickly and at a very high rate. We're going to really ding this company on, on quality score because we don't want their ad showing at the top. We don't want them to be able to bid what other people can bid and, and show above other people. We don't want that. We, we, if, if they want to be able to be up there, we're going to make them pay really, really big because we don't want their business basically because they're not providing a good customer experience to our customers. The website that has all the same great content, the same great ads, same great keywords, 
and it's a fast website and people don't bounce back to Google at such a high rate, your competitor, Google's going to see, oh yeah, this other company's doing that, all that, and they're, they're keeping people on their site and they're not bouncing back to Google at a high rate. So we know we've done our job as Google. Give that other advertiser a lot of quality score. Let's get them a bunch of traffic. And so the slow website thing is a really, really, really big deal. Uh, it cannot be overstated uh, how big a deal this is, both in terms of getting you a horrible bounce rate and also getting you a horrible quality score on, on Google ads. Uh, you know, talking in absolutes are, it's tough sometimes. Is it the number one priority? I don't know, but it is a top or one of the top priorities for sure. Whether you're talking Google ads or you're talking overall online marketing and and running your website, slow websites uh, will crush you. So it's a, it, it must be a top priority, priority to fix that and how you fix that. Not my area. I don't know. Talk to a web person. There's plenty of people that do do web hosting and all that kind of stuff. And someone should be able to help you. But when you go to your website, that sucker better load fast. So people do not want a slow website. So if you can avoid a slow website, that's going to help put the odds in, in your favor when it comes to bounce rate. Number two, what do people not want? They don't want fakeness. Uh, this is 2021. And... If you don't know, now you know. Everybody's smart. Everybody's a genius. Everybody's taking in so much information. And everybody kind of knows what's going on with like online marketing and and business and websites and all that kind of stuff. People have information. And if you think you're going to go out there in 2021 and put stock photos and and, uh, just photos of not real people uh, and not real offices and all that kind of stuff on your website, like good luck, but it's it's not the kind of site that I would want to work with or that I would be able to tell you we'd have success with. Like you're going to get a high bounce rate. People want real stuff. People are experienced at using the, the internet and there's a sign of um, flimsiness. There's a sign of deception. Uh, there's a horrible feeling uh, that you get when you go to a website and you see stock photos. So you don't want cheap stock photos. You want photos of real people, a real law firm, real offices, uh, real testimonials, all that kind of stuff. You want real, uh, people don't want stock photos. And if you can just avoid using horrible stock photos, uh, I think that's going to help your bounce rate go down. What else do people not want? They, they don't want to have to, they don't want to have to, to work hard. Uh, they they want information instantly, um, and they don't want a lack of clarity. They have a big problem. They have a legal problem, and they have only a limited amount of time in the day to do their search and, and find an attorney to contact, and they don't want to have to work at this thing as well. So everyone uses Google all day long for years and years and years, and everyone's experience with Google is that 95, 99% of the time, whatever it is, they do a search and they have a problem and that problem is solved or they can move to the next step uh, almost 100% of the time. And if you're going to be a real estate lawyer and run an ad that says real estate lawyer and then take people to a website that does not make it clear that you're a real estate attorney, you're asking people to work. You're asking them to, to use to tax their brain 
and try to figure out what just happened. Because every other experience, when they go to Google, they do a search, they click an ad or a listing, and they get exactly what they were looking for. And now you're coming in there and you're screwing everything up. They do a search, they click an ad, they're about to solve their problem, they're about to be able to move to the next step, and then they just see a site that doesn't make it clear what the attorney does. So you... People don't like a lack of clarity. They're used to getting exactly what they want instantly from Google. And you have to do the same. You have to instantly with your logo, with your homepage, with your with your headline text, uh, with your pictures, you have to instantly uh, make clear what, what it is that you do and, and how you can help people. And you have to make clear that They've landed in the right place. And if you can do that, you're going to pass that initial hurdle uh, where people are like, okay, I'm in the right place. This is a real estate attorney in my city. I'm going to look through their site for just a second and find out if I want to contact them. You got to that place. If, If you don't make clear what it is you do to them or that they're in the right place instantly, then a very, very high percentage of people are not going to give you the benefit of the doubt. They're not going to go, oh, okay, they don't make clear what they do, but I saw the ad. It said they do this. I did a search for this. Yeah, they probably just aren't good at websites. Let me dig around their website for about five minutes and and try to figure out if it is, if they do what I'm looking for, please. Like they don't, that doesn't exist, okay? So you have to instantly make clear. So people do not like a lack of clarity. In terms of what you do or where they landed, uh, they don't like a lack of clarity when it comes to your location. Um, the the best attorney websites that I see, the most effective, they tell the potential client what they do and where they do it. So if I'm looking for a real estate lawyer in St. Louis, and I come to a website, and you're a real estate lawyer in St. Louis. You should make that clear uh, with, with with the content on your site. So they don't like a lack of clarity uh, in terms of where you're located. And people don't like a lack of uh, clarity in terms of reading through the website. Um, I, I'm looking at two attorney websites now, and um, one of them is great. Uh, one of them makes clear what they do, makes clear where they are, and, and very crucially, uh, it's clear in terms of navigating through the website. Um, you don't you don't have to to read it like it's it's a bunch of fine print. Looking at another website, horrible website. Uh, it, it it's hard to read through. It it doesn't make sense. And and to read it, you have to read it like a book, which is just not the way people process information um, on websites. It, it has to be very scannable, and it has to be be able to be processed quickly uh, by by a lot of people. You can do that with headlines. You can do that with images. You can do that with layout. Um, I am not a web designer, but I do have feel. And I can just tell you, there's some websites you go to and you're like, yeah, I know you're, I know you're a real estate lawyer. I know that. But if I didn't know that, it would take me like five minutes to read all th- through this and, and find that out. And I'm on desktop, so how horrible is it on mobile? And then there's other websites I go to, and I'm like, yep, I know you're a real estate lawyer, and thank you for making that clear once again, because it's nice to be on your website. It feels nice to be on your website, 
I can scan for information uh, wherever I want to go, testimonials, contact, consultations about the law firm, wherever I'm looking for, you make it very easy to get there. And it's just a feel thing, but uh, just just look at your own your own user experience online. If you go to your website and you're just disgusted by it, and it's hard to sort through, and and it just doesn't make you want to stay there, uh, you should look at fixing that website. Alternatively, if if you're trying to come up with a website and you and you find a, a layout or design of what you like, of it makes you want to stay there, it makes you want to keep reading and, and, and stick around on the site. That's kind of what you're going for uh, because people do not like a lack of clarity uh, when it comes to the actual content. So another thing they don't like is a lack of information. Uh, some attorney websites are great. They have tons of information. And if you can format it the right way, uh, then then there's, to me, there's no, there's no reason, there's no cap on the amount of uh, information you should have on your website. Like to me, the more, the better, uh, it's just, it's just a matter of laying it out the right way. Uh, and I say the more, the better, because like, if you have a hundred people that come to your website, you want to give yourself a chance to connect with every single one of those hundred people. You never will. You'll always have some kind of bounce rate, but you, you can put the odds in your favor because some people might really just want a great homepage and that'll encourage them to call in or fill out a form. Some people will want to read about the the history of your law firm and how it came together and where you are now and your timeline and all that. Some people will want to see the attorneys that work at your law firm. Some people will want to see testimonials. Some people want, will want to see specifically your, your slip and fall page and, and learn about how you handle those. So it, it you want to give as many people uh, the information that they're looking for is possible. Um, and you just have to do it in the right way where you're not kind of overloading people and it's, it's easy to navigate through. But the point is people do not like a lack of information. They don't like these small websites that, uh, just don't have any information like, yeah, maybe you're clear. You, you tell me you're a real estate attorney in St. Louis. You have a picture of yourself. You have a picture of your office, big headlines, Great, uh, I I know I'm in the right place, uh, but um, what else is there on the website? It doesn't tell me about who you are. It doesn't tell me the kinds of cases you handle. It doesn't tell me uh, your success and your credentials and all that. Uh, so they don't like that lack of information. And, and crucially on, on the information uh, area, that what they what they want is they want to be able to take the next step. You want to provide people with the next step. So how do you know what that is? I would just put yourself in, in your customers or potential customer shoes. They did a search on Google. They clicked on an ad. They came to your website. There's a reason why. Uh, if you were them, what would you be looking to do? Would you be looking for information? Would you be looking um, to get a consultation? What it, What would you want? as the next step and you want to make sure you provide that. The final thing people do not like, uh, they don't like to be the guinea pig. They don't like to be the first person into something. They want to know they're in a safe place that's worked for other people and they're not part of some experiment. So how do you do that? You, you get great testimonials on your website. 
video testimonials are awesome. Written testimonials are good too. Pictures with former clients, those are great. You just want to let people know that there's that social proof aspect. There's people just like them that had the same exact problem uh, that they're having and you helped those other people that are just like them that had the same exact problem and there's no reason why you can't help them too. So if you go to your site and all you see is you, the attorney, and you don't see in some form, written picture, video, whatever it is, uh, the people that you've helped, um, I would recommend trying to convey to people, figuring out a way uh, to convey to people that you have helped other people like them with the same problem uh, and have had success doing that. And that will help lead to a lower bounce rate. So there's a lot of things you can try and test uh, trying to get your bounce rate down. Um, They're going to be different across different areas of of the law, but there are some things that uh, every law firm has in common with their website that they want to avoid, that they want to um, not do because people don't like these things. They don't like slow websites. They don't like stock photos. They don't like a lack of clarity. They don't like a lack of information and they don't like to feel like they're the first person you've ever worked for. If you can flip those things around and make sure you're not making those mistakes, then I don't care if your headline is a 64 font versus a 40 font. I don't care if you're using this kind of font style versus that style, this color versus that color, all that stuff you can test later on. Uh, but you want to make sure you're getting these, these core concepts correct. Uh, and if you do it, they're not hard to do may take a little time, but if you do it, uh, you'll just, you'll just be moving the odds that much more in your favor, uh, that people won't bounce. Some people will always bounce, but you're just trying to move the odds in the favor that on that one visit, that person doesn't bounce. And if you just move the odds in your favor, you bring down the bounce rate. Uh, It can really, really help you get more business from your paid search campaigns, your Facebook and Instagram campaigns, uh, your SEO efforts, and just really any traffic you get to your, your website, the lower your bounce rate is. Uh, the more valuable that traffic is going to be for you and the more clients you will get from that traffic. Because if someone bounces, they're not becoming a client. In order to have a chance at keep at getting them as a client, you have to get through that first hurdle of them not bouncing. And the, again, some people will always bounce. So it's a matter of percentage. And you're just trying to get that percentage as low as possible. Finally, As we close up here on a Friday night and we go into the weekend, the question is, how do I know what my bounce rate is? Uh, I would recommend Google Analytics. It's a free program from Google, a very simple, straightforward program, but you get a ton of great data. You put the Google Analytics code on your website, and then you look at your Google Analytics account, and you can get a ton of information. One of those pieces of information is your bounce rate. You can monitor it over time. You can monitor it on different pages, uh, landing pages on your site. You can monitor it through different traffic sources. You can monitor it at the uh, desktop versus mobile level. Uh, There's a lot you can do. And uh, I recommend for anyone who's serious out there about uh, trying to, to make the most of their online marketing efforts for their law firm, 
bounce rate is a number I recommend that you know and that you try to work down uh, and and try to to, to make your, your traffic more valuable for yourself and your law firm. Thank you for listening to today's show. I will be back soon. Uh, if you want to reach me, lawfirmppc.com. Thank you for listening and thank you for sharing the show. I will see you next time here on the Law Firm PPC podcast.